So let me tell you about my hometown, Esteli, Nicaragua. The city of Esteli is a world full of colors that match the spirit of my people. The walls of Esteli are brightly painted with colorful graffiti, and the humble homes are close together like our tight-knit community. This was captured by Doug Diaz and Soul Culture Studios, and now is display on this beautiful vase. Nica Rustica brand featured El Brujito, the official symbol of the city of Esteli. El Brujito is a petroglyph that was found in a rock over 6,000 years ago, and it is a symbol of pride for every Esteliano. Nica Rustica Dove is a unique, unpolished Habano experience, and we are super excited for you to try it. Nica Rustica Dove, from our house to yours. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And uh, <laughs> why was that so surprising? Whoa. I don't What's know. up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There's our co-host. Erica Tormson. Not Randy Griggs. Yeah. The it's not. It's, I love I love your look of stunned surprise as soon as she said, uh, you know, here we go. The show's going live. Yes. It's, it's it, a, it always gets us off to a good start. It wasn't so much stunned surprise as it was sheer joy. Sheer mm. literal mm. joy to be celebrating Nicaragua. I mean, this is the four this is the four week segment that's this show has always to wanted do. to do because we are going to celebrate probably, in my opinion, <clears throat> with the greatest country of all in in regards to uh, fantastic tobacco. I mean, there's some good ones, let's face it, but tough to beat Nicaragua, especially right now. I mean, come on. It's it is the uh, it's the best tobacco in the world, man. It is. Um, this is the tobacco that I was uh, born and raised on. Um, you know, we, we came up right around the same time, probably, I don't know how, when did you start smoking cigars? When did I start smoking cigars? Like, um, 11 years ago. Yeah. So right, right around the time that you started, maybe about a year before you, uh, before a year before the dojo kicked off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. I tend mm -hmm. to, uh, Robbie, I tend to, um, if I get into Pedal something, to the metal. if I get into anything, you know, let's say it's hockey or let's say it's, you know, uh, whatever it is. I mean, I can't gnomes. stop myself from. Yeah. Like garden gnomes. You see his garden gnome collection. <laughs> no, that's not true. But I do like turtles. I have a live turtle in my backyard and he just hangs out and he's been there for years and years and years. Uh, in fact, Matt, Matt, <laughs> how you doing, Matt? Studio audience. We've got Connor and Matt in the studio 
Hey, hey. Matt. What's up, fellas? When my turtle died, well, actually, before my turtle died, you brought over that turtle. Yes. And that and turtle's been there ever since. Yeah. So. And I got another one for you. I know. I can't wait. I can't wait. So, Matt, how are you doing, brother? Doing good. Now, let's not, let's not spoil anything yet, Matt, but Matt made the cocktail that I found today, and it's going to blow your mind. But anyways, I'm uh, glad that uh, Connor, and by the way, congratulations, Connor. Connor, you got engaged. Thank you. So, uh, congratulations. Way to it's go, ex- Connor. There's an extra reason Congrats, to smoke cigars man. tonight, Connor, because oh. you got engaged, brother. I brought some special whiskey. You did. He got Knob Creek, the 18-year, the mm-hmm. and some Ooh, other nice. offerings. So, that was very nice. Thank you, Connor. You got it. All right. So, uh, there's lots of stuff going on. <laughs> Let's get down to business. <laughs> Robbie, before we start talking about our pairing tonight, which I am yeah. really excited about, by the way, because I... You you guys might not think so, but I get really excited for Flavorosity for two reasons. One, I get to learn from you and Randy. Uh, of course, he hasn't been around for a while, but I get to learn from you. And two, the the the, the whole idea of coming up with you know be, having the option to kind of create my pairing, it's a lot of fun. And so I think I've I think I've done a good one tonight. But we'll get into that. But first. Robbie, there was a big announcement today. A really, really big announcement today. Oh, my God. What happened? Yes. So we announced the next dojo collaboration. And this Mm. one is particularly insane. Um, Mm -hmm. So it is the uh, dojo and protocol tenure. Now, here's the deal. Oh, that band is sexy as all uh, get out. Look at it. It's not just the band, though. I mean, yeah. The band is dope. Yeah, it's got fancy clothes, but it's also a really cool dude on the inside. Like, this bad boy is very, very special. We had Hector. We said, look, Hector, we want to do another a cigar with Protocol. And we're not going to do just a, a bundle paper thing. Nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing wrong with Those are fun. We did canine. Yeah. We did Nightstick, we did Taser in a bundle, paper bundle, and they were good cigars. In fact, to this day, the K9 is is the favorite cigar of many Protocol fans. Um, but we said this time around, because it's our 10-year anniversary, Robbie, we need something really special from you, Hector. And so Hector found some some really rare tobacco that uh, the Espinosa guys had, and they said, hey, you know what? We've been trying to find a reason to use this tobacco there's not enough of this tobacco to do any kind of big crazy run but there is enough of this tobacco to do this particular run there's only 5,000 cigars that means 500 boxes of 10 of the tenure and we will be releasing this bad boy november 11th so here's how it's going to work robbie Mm. on november 11th a famous smoke shop uh at noon eastern time we will release it online and so folks can buy it. Now, it's $135 a box because this is like an ultra premium. But right. by the way, if you use coupon code um, 20DOJO22, you'll instantly save 20 bucks. So that puts this ultra premium at $115. In today's world, Robbie, with inflation and the way cigars have gone, that's, that's a pretty good value. In fact, it's, a, it's an amazing value once you get to try the cigar. Uh, so anyways, uh, that goes on sale at uh, noon Eastern on November 11th, but it doesn't end there, Mr. Rasmussen, mm-hmm. because that night 
starting at 5 p.m. Eastern at Famous Smoke Shop. We're going to have a dojo protocol famous party. We've had several of these in the past, Jordan. We're taking that place over. And it's always incredible. Like, it's always a blast. Juan's playing music too loud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a great time. <laughs> and so we'll set aside a certain amount of boxes uh, for that party to make sure they don't all sell out. Um, but that is the thing. So please, if you are anywhere in the world, Robbie, but especially anywhere. if you're on in that sphere, you know, near near uh, Easton, Pennsylvania, you should plan to show up at Famous Smoke Shop uh, anywhere between 5 and 9 o'clock. Uh, early, if you showed up at 9, we'd probably be, you know, wrapping things up. But yeah. anywhere, you know, 5, 6, Can't 7 o'clock, show up at Famous Smoke Shop, bring your checkbook and lots and lots of money so that you can get <laughs> plenty of the 10-year cigar Love and it. hang out uh, with Jordan and with Juan and with Kevin and probably Johnny Reamer. I don't know. There'll be all kinds of guys. I'll be there. I know that's probably the least of your concerns, but I will actually be there as well. And it's going to be a ton of fun, Robbie. So that was the big announcement today. We're super excited about that. It is now time to get rocking and rolling with Flavor Odyssey. Yeah, that's that's a hell of an intro there, man. That cigar. Jordan, just flash that back up there again. Oh, Yes. Look, Look at, at that. that. Look at That's it. so cool. It's such a cool I, I dig that band so much. <laughs> so though so what the those yeah, hash marks. Yeah, those hash marks on the cigar. Um in police terms for the law enforcement, um, each hash mark represents five years service. And so oh, okay. there's two on that uh band. Um and obviously that means ten years or tenure you've got tenure um tenure doesn't necessarily mean 10 years but it's a nice play on on the word and um so that's why there's two hash marks on that bad boy for our 10-year anniversary we're just we just keep celebrating it robbie we don't plan to stop i mean when you've done just 10 keep, years keep doing it you just keep doing it yeah you know? no, you've earned it you've earned it awesome <laughs> awesome that's that's awesome i'm looking forward to that one uh i'm gonna have to get my my order in i can't make it out to the event but i will um uh... <laughs> There are some interesting comments in the uh, in the chat room here. Oh yeah, uh, there, somewhat, I, there was a reference to nipples, uh, mm. which um, oh, always gets my attention. It's just a fun word to say. It's hard to be angry and say the word nipple. Yeah, that's you true. I mean? Nipple, <laughs> like you can't like you can't be mad when you, you're not, pickle. You yeah, can't be mad when you say pickle. It's just so yeah, funny. Yeah, it's, it's just a, funny. It's, it's, it's the way it rolls off the tongue. Um, no, that's awesome. Thanks for the that's update on that. So, yeah, that was a really weird way to put it when you're talking about. No, nothing. it was it was exactly the way that I put it. Okay, we do everything for a reason here on Flavor Odyssey. We are, and so let's let's get into it. We're yes. as I said, born and raised on Nicaraguan tobacco. I started smoking mm. probably uh, right around the same time you did. I mean, like 2008, 2009 ish, uh, and it was. I mean, I'm smoking all the. All the, um, uh, all the, 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 the magazine brands, like the, uh, the, the man of war was a big one when I was, when I was first getting started. Yep. Um, and it, for me, it was, and it's the same way that Randy talks about when he started smoking. It was, I couldn't get enough Lajero and strength and big flavor bomb cigars. It, it took a while before I started smoking anything Connecticut and, and, and maybe a bit more nuanced. Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, I was, it was all AJ all the time for me. 
And uh, I remember the first, I don't know if I remember the first time I smoked this particular cigar that we're smoking tonight, but I know it really severely kicked my butt the first time I (laughs) smoked it. It was, uh, it's one of those where you you get a little green in the gills if this is the first time. Uh, Yeah, as Chad says, uh, nick of tobacco in my baby bottle. Absolutely. Um, So we are smoking tonight one of the, uh, the granddaddy of them all, the, oh, come on, focus, baby. There we go. See, now you got me looking at the camera, and now I'm looking at the... There, there you go. Yeah. The Hoya de Nicaragua Antonio 1970. This is just a beautiful, a beautiful cigar, and it's it's just Nicaraguan to its core, you know? I mean, when when I think of... Yeah, look at this. This is a great shot here, and, and nobody's focused. I love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I had it for a, a second. Thing, it's a good uh, thing we bought these expensive cameras, but yeah. uh, you know, if you just got to get it right there. Look at the spotlight. size I got on mine. Mine is like a uh, flying uh, feral pig size. Of yeah, you got. I, I've got the, the the website pulled up here. This cigar is a, is available in a myriad of sizes. I don't know if that one is listed. I don't think I saw that on here. That's fancy. That's because I'm special. Nope, that, nope. You're smoking the Grand Perfecto six by sixty. That's uh, that's what you got going. I'm smoking. I think it's a box press. Uh, I think it's the uh, Robusto Grande, five and a half by fifty-two, um, but it's it's definitely a box press. These don't look box pressed on here, so I don't know. Anyway, it's about a five and a half by fifty-two. That's about right. Uh, but Hoya, I, whenever I think of of Nicaraguan tobacco, I think of Hoya. I think yeah. of Drew Estate. I think of my father. Yeah. I think of AJ. I mean, those are those are the ones that I, I think of. Padron. Padron too. Yeah. But I, I I whenever I think of Nicaragua tobacco I always go back to it's like I think of me when I first started smoking. I don't know why I think about it like that. Like I didn't really start smoking padrones for a while. It took me a little while to get there. Uh and frankly it took me a while to get to any uh Drew Estate because I just couldn't get my hands on any uh Liga Bravada stuff when it was first <laughs> getting started. But uh, man, this cigar, I just remember smoking this and seriously, seriously kicking my butt. Uh, they still list it as a uh, as a full strength cigar, full flavor. I'll yeah. I'll be on, I'll get on board with full flavor, full strength. Uh, this is a medium plus uh, for me. I, I wouldn't call this full. I can see medium full. Um, yeah, 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 medium medium full. Yeah, medium plus, medium full. I, I, I'm in that range. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's fantastic cigar. It's been a while since I smoked it, but to me, I always remember rich leathery notes, uh, black pepper on the retro hail. Um, a little bit of kind of a chocolatey sweetness, like a dry chocolate sweetness. Uh, <laughs> you're excited about your drink. I can't wait to find out. I was, I, 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 Matt was filming me. I had to do something real quick. Sorry about that. <laughs> Got super excited. He called you out for your yeah. uh, Instagram, uh, yeah. your Instagram uh, live or whatever. Yeah, but I totally uh, screwed no, that this, up. No, nah, you're good. Uh, yeah, this. I mean, this cigar really does. Uh, I remember promises of Robbie's read. Uh, well. Uh, should I disappoint them now or should we wait until later? <laughs> Let's disappoint them later. <laughs> we'll disappoint them later. Okay, Ho- hold on, folks. We'll disappoint you later. Um, but, uh, yeah, this this cigar, even though, like I said, I haven't smoked it in probably five or six years, uh, it definitely holds a special place in my heart when Randy and I were talking about uh, we wanted to do Nicaraguan cigars. This was the first one that came up. It's like, yeah, yeah I mean, and done deal. Let's face it. I mean, um, you know, Hoya is the original Nicaraguan cigar factory. I mean, they've been doing it longer than anybody, at least continuously. Um, right. And if you ever get a chance to uh, to go down and visit, it's an amazing factory. It's a very traditional, old school uh, factory. 
you know, you, it, it's, it's cool to contrast that with Drew Estate. Obviously, Drew Estate mm-hmm. distributes all of their products, so they have a, a really cool relationship between the two companies. But, uh, you, you know, you're visiting Drew Estate, and there's this graffiti on the walls, and there's hip-hop music playing, and that bunch of kuchik kuchik and all that sort of stuff. And then they take you over to the Hoya factory, and it's very, very old-school, traditional. And so it's a cool dichotomy. Uh, is that the right word, dichotomy? Yeah. yeah. It's a it cool is, dichotomy sure. Sure, uh, yeah. between the two companies. So tonight, since we're celebrating, starting the uh, Nicaraguan segment, this seems like the perfect place to start, Robbie. Yeah, it's. I, I remember the first. I've been to the factory a couple of times. My first trip, uh, I it must have been 2012, maybe 13. Um, and uh, Jose Blanco was still with uh, Hoya at the time, oh, and he he's the one who gave us a tour around the whole facility. And uh, that was the first time I met uh, uh, Juan Martinez. And uh, we did a Jose did one of his uh, blending seminars in this area behind the, uh, the factory it where was he just makes so- fun of everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it yeah. was, it was cool. I remember I was sitting, I was sitting next to, uh, Patrick from half wheel and, uh, he, Patrick and, and I get along pretty well. We don't see each other or chat very often, but, uh, uh we have a, a lot of, uh, we're a bit like kindred spirits. We have a lot in common. And, uh, I remember him just giving me a hard time, uh, when we were going through the blending session, I can't remember what it was, but he was just razzing me, and I can't. And I, I remember being so embarrassed because I was there by myself. This was the Robbie Raz reviews days. Oh uh, yeah, when it was, I was just there on my own. I had, I, I didn't know anybody else on the trip. Um, it turns out we were all on the same flight, but I didn't know anybody, so I, I was just showing up to Nicaragua on my own, just like, what the hell, let's do it. Uh, but it was, it's, you're right, it's such a cool. Um, it's such a cool factory. It does feel like you're going a little bit back in time, um, especially when you compare it to, uh, to Drew Estate, although they were still building uh, DE1 uh, when, when I was there. I remember we went and visited that and had to put hard hats on and everything. But um, I remember them showing us the, like, the bullet holes in the side of the building from, uh, from revolutions. and uh, yeah. Just, yeah, there's a lot of history in that building, man. And yeah, the, company. the the nineteen eighties and the, the the war with the Sandinistas and the what was the other? It doesn't matter, but yeah, that's that, they've been through a lot, man. In fact, they they still do go through a lot. The last time, the last time we were down there, I remember um, hanging out, partying in the uh, in the Drew Estate um, townhouse there. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I get a uh, text from Alan Rubin, not fake Alan Rubin, but real Alan Rubin. And he's like, hey, just just so you know, and there's like a government warning, like uh, there could be protests in the street. If you're an American, you should get out of there. <laughs> yeah. So, jeez, oh, uh, that's that that's over now. So I'm not I'm not trying to scare anybody. But like, you, you know, it, it, that country has its its issues. But God, it's a charming country. And and the Esteli, when you get up there, which is really high up and you drive mm-hmm. all the way to Esteli a couple hours it's just so, so charming. It's a very small town. There's like 68 cigar factories there. It's just, it's all <laughs> cigar oriented, but the streets are little kind of cobblestone kind of seeming like, and I love, I love it. I mean, I just long to get back there. It's been a while because of COVID and all that, but um, I can't wait till it opens up again, Robbie, maybe me and you uh, can get down there together. That'd be a blast. Yeah, let's do it, man. And we'll, uh, we'll head down to, uh, uh, we'll go down on the coast, down to San Juan del Sur. That's a oh. lot of fun down there, man. We'll learn how to surf. It's never too late. Um, 
So let's talk a little bit about what we're, I need to know what you guys are drinking. Because okay. I've already I've already announced my pairing and I'll share it with the audience here in a minute. But I need to know you are super excited about <laughs> this cocktail. So uh, I ne- you need to uh, break it down for me. All right, folks. So tonight we are drinking here in Dojo Studios. I don't exactly know how to say this, Jordan, uh, but it is the El Macau, Macaya, Macawa. How, how would you say it, Jordan? I don't even I don't know. You, El, you just said like spell. six different words. El Macaya, uh, Macau. I don't know. But is this is the national cocktail of Nicaragua. Oh, nice. Yes. So back in 2006, they had a, a national contest to see who could come up with the best Nicaraguan style style cocktail. And this one won. And since then, it has become the national drink of Nicaragua. And so basically what you have in here is, as you can imagine, Robbie, some Florida Kanye rum. Mm-hmm. Kanye. You have uh, <laughs> Kanye, like Florida like Kanye West. Florida Kanye West. You got some Florida Kanye West, exactly. Yeah. And you have guava juice. You have orange juice. You have lemon juice. You have simple syrup, and a uh, a cherry as a garnish, uh, or a orange as a garnish. We we're just doing the cherry tonight. And we did the uh, demerara simple syrup. We did the demerara simple syrup. Dark so um, syrup. so that is what we're going to be pairing tonight. With our cigar. I love it. I love the research. I love the dedication that you guys have to the show. Uh, it looks like it's El Macua, M-A-C-U-A, with an yes. accent on the A, so it's Macua. Yes. Macua. And, yeah, okay. it's okay. Uh, cocktail-made white rum, fruit juices, usually lemon and guava. It looks delicious. It looks like a vacation in a glass. Yeah. Um, it I, is I, like I'm gonna that. Be, I'm curious how that's going to pair with the... Uh, <laughs> that's with, what I said. With the, with the cocktail, but or with the uh, with the cigar, but um, I, I appreciate the dedication to the craft, man. That's uh, I that never even occurred to me to think of. <laughs> that's a lot of juice. Uh, yeah, Mitchell's got it right. That never occurred to me to think of. Whoa, this is Nicaraguan tobacco. What's the uh, what's the uh, national drink of Nicaragua? That's a I, I love it. That's a great well. Drink. Hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna go down the the Nicaraguan journey, we might as well kick it off right with a. Uh, yeah. A Nicaraguan cocktail. So uh, I'm hoping that it's going to be good. We'll see how it goes. I'll let you guys know as the show goes on. Robbie, uh, remind folks what you've decided to go with tonight. So I am drinking. uh, It depends on where you look. So I found it on liquor.com, and they called it a um, a maple old-fashioned. And frankly, I didn't even click on it because I was like, no, I give Randy crap all the time for doing old fashions on every friggin' episode. So, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. And and then finally I came back to it. I was like, oh, what the hell? I checked it out. And it turns out that it's a rum version of an old fashioned. So there's no whiskey in this. It's and I mean, I'm almost I'm ready, almost ready for round two. But uh, in that nice dojo glass, look at that. Looks good. It's, yeah. Nice big ice cube look at in there. It's beauteous. Yeah, Isn't that the best glass, yeah. too? It is a good. I like how it's kind of. It's kind of chubby. Yeah. Like okay. it, it, it bulges. It, hey, now. <laughs> it bulges out at the bottom. <laughs> this is just, it, it's getting. Just keep digging. Keep digging. Um, but okay. no, I, I dig that. And you can actually fit quite a lot in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I knew that sounded bad. Well, actually, though, what is good about that glass is it's very versatile. You can have uh, a neat uh, bourbon in it. 
Yeah. Or you can make a, a little cocktail in it. It's very totally. versatile. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this cocktail here is uh, two ounces of dark rum. I went with uh, Diplomatico because I didn't have any Florida Cana, unfortunately. So that was a miss. Um, <clears throat> and I added, and it's so it's two ounces of dark rum, half ounce of maple syrup, and two dashes of bitters. Very, very simple. Um, Kevin, Hall of Famer, Kevin Acuff, always keeping it real. Um, I, I, I guess you should just close the comments. It distracts <laughs> me from the show. I get, I get caught reading them, and I'm seeing all this stuff that maybe I shouldn't be seeing during the show. Uh, yeah, so it's yeah, super simple. What I did was I added a little bit uh, extra maple because I didn't really, I wasn't getting that maple flavor, and that was that's the whole idea. Is kind of I yeah. was thinking of a fall cocktail. I want that maple kick to it, um, and it, I found it to be a little bit sweet. So I did. Um, Treat it like I treat an old-fashioned when I'm making one. I, uh, I, I, I stirred it until I had one ice cube until the ice cube melted, so to kind of water it down just a little bit, but I still was able to hold on to that maple flavor. It is, it's absolutely delicious cocktail, super, super simple, but uh, if you've got a nice rum, um, it's, a, it's, it's a rum old-fashioned. Like It's perfect. I didn't put a, a twist of orange in here. Maybe I should have, but uh, I, I just wanted, I wanted that maple flavor because I felt like that was really going to work with the particular flavor profile of this cigar. Now, maple can be distracting if it's mm -hmm. uh, if it's too much um but you said you even added a little bit more um to get a little bit more yeah. of that yeah I, I did like you know half an ounce plus I, I didn't go i didn't do a full ounce i didn't do three quarters of an ounce somewhere in between i don't want to do the math i don't like fractions yeah. um but uh <clears throat> somewhere in there just it, it was half an ounce and then just a little whoop a little uh, splash on top of that. It, uh, it was delicious. Oh, especially when smoked. That's a good idea. Smoking this would be nice. Uh, I mean, I'm smoking the cigar, but um, should just slowly turn down his light every week until he's almost in total darkness for Halloween. Is, am I in total? Like, I feel no, like I have the fine. lighting. I feel like I have the lighting dialed in now. Oh, yeah. I feel like I finally got it figured out. It's <laughs> taken a while to get here. And now I'm now you're making me feel. Uh, uh, self-conscious about it, but I do feel, oh, a piece of bacon in this. Yeah. Boom. Now, see, Brian taking it to the next level. Brian Lewis. That is a good idea. Okay. Yeah, a little yeah. bacon in there would be nice. Brings it to a different place, add a little salty character. Uh, but yeah, I was I was actually kind of nervous because when I did the live on Monday, I can't remember who it was, but somebody said if you're using real maple syrup, then you, know, you might want to do a little bit less because the flavor is really strong. We have ours in this little jug that we get at Costco, and it says it's from Vermont. And it's 100. percent Oh, that's the organic. one I use. That's and, good stuff. Uh, it's good, uh, but yeah, I I, I tip just a tiny bit more in there just to get that flavor to come through. Okay. I, but there's a lot of sweetness going on in here too, so be prepared for that if, if that's what you're. If it sounds. You're it sounds delicious. It sounds like something that it, I would really like. <clears throat> it's it's quite delightful, and like to me, this is uh, you're sitting in front of the fireplace uh, watching uh, Halloween ends. And wrapped up in a blanket, and uh, you're sipping on a couple of these. Like it's, it's, it's definitely got that fall vibe to it. You know, you could even put like a slice of apple in there if you wanted to, or something, just to really take it to that level. That's not really my style. Maybe some a cinnamon stick or something. But uh, I wanted to keep it a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit more traditional. It's it's it's, it's it's really delicious. Robbie, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Michael Myers, they have. A, a unhealthy relationship. Let's just be honest. How are they? How are they still doing it? I don't. Are understand. they? They're like, still. They're still chasing one another. I don't understand what. I thought they finished. What this is whole going thing on? A few years ago, and now. They're uh, back. Well, 
there's there's a thing that's that's uh, been circulating Hollywood for the last, oh, I guess almost a decade now, and uh, it's called the requel. <laughs> and it's uh, it's it's not it's not a sequel, it's not a reboot. It's somewhere in between. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely gave up on the seltzers. Brian Lewis coming back strong. I haven't seen Brian around in a while. Glad to see you back, brother. <laughs> um, yeah. So there, and, and it's a as far as franchises are concerned, we could really go down a rabbit hole here, but I won't. Uh, the Halloween franchise is a train wreck. They've killed Michael like three times. Uh, they've killed uh, in ways that he ain't coming back from. Uh, they they killed Jamie. Then they brought her back. What's uh, Jamie's? What, what what is Jamie's name in? Laurie Strode. Okay. Well, it's got to be weird, more weird that she's back because it makes a little more sense that they could kill him and you know maybe he's supernatural or something. But for her to to be killed off and come back, how do they so, get around that? So the new um, the new trilogy that came out that uh, was the 40th anniversary so it was what 2017 2018 um <clears throat> basically ignored all the sequels okay so they kind of redefined the canon of the show so this was basically picking up after the first one so the first movie ends and then this was 40 years later they left off halloween 2 which was you know the next night or that same night uh, michael comes and finds uh, laurie at the hospital not the best uh, episode uh, or best installment of the show. Halloween three goes in a completely different direction. Um, and then they bring Michael back in Halloween four and then they kind of kill him. Halloween five, they really kill him. Uh, and, and then, uh, and there was no Laurie Strode. Then they bring Laurie back for Halloween H2O, which was actually pretty good. That's probably of all the sequels that they've ignored. That's probably my favorite. Um, that's got, uh, Who's in, Josh Hartnett is in it. Uh, it was very 90s. Um, uh, LL Cool J is in it. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, John Marzella just chimed in and said Halloween ends sucked. It seems to be very, uh, um, uh, what do you say when it's when it's kind of splits people, like you either love it or you hate it. Polarizing. Polarizing. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. It's very polarizing. Anytime. I thought it was good. Um, it was different than what I expected. I thought it was better than Halloween Kills, um, but there's not a lot of Michael in it. I'm not going to say any of that. That's probably more of a spoiler than I should have given, but uh, I don't know if anybody watching cares. But there's not a lot of him in it, so I think that's what upset people. Well, I think the most impressive impressive part of all this is I did not warn you in advance that you would be doing a Halloween primer <laughs> on the show tonight. No, he's always and, ready for And that. you literally had yeah. every single I, I mean, but installment wait a down. Just hang on. Yeah. Well, Robbie, you got a question there, I think. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Oh. There we go. Look at you. That's a sweet shirt. Who knew? Got, Who knew it was to, all going to come together there was, like that? There was a question for you from Randy Harrison. Uh, what was it? H. What happened in H3? In, oh, in, uh, uh, Halloween 3? I guess. Well, there's, al- there's, also, the, uh, there's also the Halloween movies that uh, Rob Zombie made, which were a complete and utter train wreck. Um, in my opinion, the first one was okay. The second one was just a nightmare. But uh, Halloween three, if that's what Randy is asking about, <clears throat> is a totally different movie. It doesn't have Michael in it. So initially, the Halloween movies, at least the way that I understand it, were meant to be <clears throat> an and like anthology Halloween stories. So it was basically there's going to be Halloween one, and it's just to be about stories about things that happen on Halloween. So Halloween one was this 
guy breaks out of a mental institution and is stalking babysitters. That was uh, and that then, was pretty good back in the day. It was oh, it was great. It was yeah. great. It changed it changed the, the the genre completely, and it kind of depending on who you ask, uh, created the slasher genre. But um, it was so popular, they didn't anticipate it being that popular, so they decided to make Halloween two like a direct like next like the the direct part two like it was the next step of that the evolution of that same story and then in halloween three they wanted to go back to okay now now that story has run its course because we killed michael so let's start a new one and it's actually a great movie and it's about this uh company that makes halloween masks and a guy that came over from ireland and he owns he basically has this corporate company town in uh in california and they're making these masks and <clears throat> there's this there's supposed to be this big giveaway on halloween so it's this huge marketing promotion and all these kids are buying these masks and uh it turns out that each spoilers really they're, they're basically gonna they want to kill all the children every mm. kid who's wearing a mask is if he goes and watches this thing is gonna die and um tom atkins who is just when you watch any 80s movie that tom atkins is in you know that he is uh he, he's good he's good with the ladies uh tom atkins was but um <clears throat> he ends up he's a doctor and ends up like figuring it all out anyway it's a totally different story there's no michael myers so that's why everybody hated it and it was halloween three season of the witch if it was just called season of the witch it would be a classic and people would love it but since it was called halloween three season of the witch people hated it wow well that's that's about eight minutes more than i ever wanted to know about halloween uh, the well, there you one. go we, we can, i can keep <laughs> I could keep telling you. I could keep. I keep going. But let's let's. No, uh, no, God, no. You know when all, all this all this talk about Halloween, it reminds me of something. Randy! 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 Tonight's episode of Flavor Odyssey, your favorite cigar pairing show. Just like every episode since season one is brought to you by none other than Drew Estate Cigars. Drew Estate makes sure that we can take this pairing journey with you each Wednesday as we learn about flavor and pairing with cigars. This show wouldn't be possible without their unwavering support. Drew Estate, the number one premium cigar brand in existence. The makers of Acid. Factory Smokes, Herrera Esteli, Undercrown, and the incomparable Liga Pravada. Drew Estate not only has a cigar for every smoker and every occasion, they bring an energy and style to this community like no brand ever has. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar shop near you. One brick and mortar that you will always be able to find Drew Estate cigars in is Smokin! Smokin is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick and mortar locations or visit them online at Smokin! Dot com. All right, Randy. Now, Robbie, uh, I think you owe I, I, you yeah, owe I, the I, I, audience I, I, a huge apology. 
They an apology, the an explanation. It's I I dropped the ball. I um I forgot to I forgot about it. That's basically is what it goes it boils <laughs> down to. And it, hit, it hit me today. Um, thank you, Dana. Um, Dana doesn't really exist. We know, Robbie. <laughs> Come on. Oh, she does. It's God, funny. Like he, he was just saying how you don't exist, and then you put your. She can't hear you because I've got headphones. <laughs> I thought that was planned. <laughs> Look fresh at cocktail. you. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Dana. Um, Dana makes uh, Dana's, the show. Yeah, that's Dana says hello. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I completely forgot about it, and then I I texted Randy just before uh, the show, and he did not have time to get uh, a read to me, and I did not have time to write one. So, I I Oof. will Oof. I I owe the audience a read, and we will 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 make it happen. I am going to mm. do it in character. Yeah. And um, should I tell everybody the character that I'm going to do it in, or should I just should I hold should I keep that to myself? Hold, keep that to yourself. I want like you know what I could do. I want to. I could do it as. I could do it as Michael Myers. He's he's never spoken. Do you have the mask? Well, then we could we could never we could never say it was a bad impersonation. Yeah, we could actually. That would be great. I should just do it with the mask on and have you guys type the words up onto the screen. Jordan, you can just do it in lower (laughs) thirds. That's that's unfortunate because that was actually a really good idea and I screwed that up. Um, uh, It is. Oh, uh, we want. We got calls for a Dana read. Oh yeah. Oh well. (laughs) <laughs> that's never gonna happen <laughs> that's never gonna happen <laughs> but i do Ooh, woo. she made it strong uh craig ooh. lee wants you to do a nacho libre impersonation ooh. for your read yeah i don't, I don't know uh, why don't, that masks, just sounds cool i guess <laughs> those masks scare me man it's funny i could watch all the horror movies you want but if you show up at my house with one of those one of those uh, mexican wrestler masks on it's uh, I'm, I'm not opening the door that that's really bizarre. <laughs> that's weird. That really it's weird. that, and then like those those like the full zip uh, leather costumes. I'm not into that either. Mm. Like oh. the gimp from, uh, mm-hmm. from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. No. That's it's not my style, man. Yeah, me either. Clowns. Not, How do you feel not, about clowns? Not good. Not good. Mm. I don't like clowns. <clears throat> um, <laughs> what's the show? It's a uh, um, Robbie Family rates matters. How scary costumes are on flavor us <laughs> no, no what's 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 the what's the show with um a modern family where they were interviewing one of the uh one of the the parents the um and i can't remember any phil i think his name was and they had a party and like a clown showed up and he ended up shooting something with a crossbow or something because he's afraid of clowns and he's like yeah i've always been afraid of clowns my mom says it's because i found a dead clown in the in the woods one time but i don't really know where it comes from <laughs> it's like yeah if you find a dead clown in the woods you'd be afraid of it i'm terrified of clowns because of poltergeist i saw that as a little kid and that clown was freaking terrifying mm. um okay we got calls uh, for you to do a buddy I, I, from elf buddy read. from elf uh-huh. <laughs> yeah no uh mm. no i could do the uh uh mr narwhal thanks you remember mr, mr. narwhal, narwhal. Just, hope you find your dad good luck finding your dad <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's my that's that's my best impersonation. Very good. All right, let's uh, thank you. Uh, let's uh, let's get back into this pairing yes, a little bit. So this do so so this cigar is nowhere near as strong as I remember it being, at least for me. Uh, it's definitely got that flavor. Got I get a lot of leathery notes. I get some, like I said, kind of a dry chocolate powdery kind of uh, a vibe there. Black pepper on the retro hail. Uh, but to me, it's it's a lot of leather. It's a lot of richness, and there's some maybe a little bit of damp wood uh mm-hmm. scenario like a like raining in the in the in the forest or something yeah 
uh, a little bit of that kind of uh, maybe that's like a minerality. I'm not really sure yeah, what to classify yeah, yeah, that yeah. as. But that's that's what I'm getting from this. Or, or do you have you? I assume you haven't smoked the cigar in a while either. That's well, I've had some of their um, their uh, sort of limited versions of this in recent years that have come out. Um, but uh, what how you described it's really good, especially the minerally note and the leather. There's a lot of leather. Yeah. There's a lot of mineral. A sort of like you said, damp concrete or damp wood in the forest or whatever, that kind of thing. But I'm curious, Robbie, because you said it's not as strong as you remember. Do you think it is a difference in the cigar over time or is it a difference in your palate? Because over the last 10 years, we've gone from when a double arrow was like, oh, my God, a double arrow. That's like super strong to now it's, you know, people are using Lihero as a wrapper. I mean, so. Do you think, what do you think has changed? Is it you or is it the cigar? Well, I'll tell you this. If you were, if, if we were in court right now and you were a lawyer and I was on the stand, like they would be, there would be objections. Cause it's a very leading question. Uh, cause is, is it this or is it this other long explanation of what I think? It is? Um, no, I totally agree with you. It's, um, uh, it, it is 100% the, the evolution of uh, the American palate, I think. And, um, and like I said, this, this cigar has been around for, I mean, it's been around for damn near 20 years, this particular blend. And when it came out, it was, it changed everything. And Randy and I talk about this a lot. And we, I always reference uh, Sierra Nevada pale ale. When that came out, it was like, holy crap, what is this beer? It's so hoppy. And you didn't even know what the word hoppy meant at the time. Like right. they invented, they didn't invent it, but they, they, they brought that into the modern lexicon of, of, of craft beer drinkers and really created craft beer drinkers because it wasn't such a thing before then either. So <clears throat> I remember that beer was just, I think of it as so strong, super uh, heavy on the mouth, a lot of hops. It's like I have to be in the right frame of mind to drink that beer. And now it's like, eh, you know, we got triple IPAs now. This is, this is just a pale ale. There's nothing... So it's, I think it's, it's an evolution of the palate. What, um, what the, we, as Americans, we always want more, 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 you know, we find something that's good. It's like, Ooh, what if we doubled that? What if we tripled that? What if we made it 10 times bigger? You know, it's, uh, it, it's, so I think it's, it's a combination of, uh, of, of the American palate and, um, the, the, just the direction that the, the industry has gone over the last 15 years. I mean, in the time that you and I have been doing this, it's, this industry has gone in a, like a, a pretty interesting arc from <clears throat> big and bold cigars at the beginning and then we, then you get into the middle of I, I, I don't know like the middle of my cigar journey was I felt like it started to get dominated by more nuanced cigars and like the illusiones and uh and cigars like that with more of a uh, you know sun-grown profile with a little bit more sweetness a little bit more elegance a little bit more um nuance and then kind of came back to with the roma craft uh stuff back to the big heavy bold uh dirty cigars for lack of a better term and that's all that's the stuff you're getting from uh from roma from my father's doing a lot of that stuff Saka, nick malillo so a lot of those big companies drew estate they, with, when you with the the league of bravada stuff like it's just gotten so strong that this just doesn't doesn't measure up anymore from a strength standpoint. The flavor's still there, and it's still a great cigar, but it it just lives in a different part of my smoking portfolio. Yeah, yeah, I, I would definitely say that it, it's the cigar itself is probably uh, identical, or at least very close to the way it used mm -hmm. to be. And this would have been thought of as a super powerful cigar um, ten years ago or whatever. Uh, now it's just still 
it's still medium. I'd say medium plus, uh, medium full. Um, but you know, yeah, there are stronger things, but I don't really care so much about strength it's for me. Like, right. Like that to me, that's not so, so to me that when somebody says it's a strong cigar, that's not a descriptor that I'm like, Oh, I got to go try that. Like th- that doesn't do it for me at all. Like, um, I'm in, I want full flavor and this is definitely full in flavor. Like there's a lot going on in this cigar. It's you, you mentioned pretty much all the flavor notes that I think you did a fantastic job describing this cigar. And even with the smallest uh, draw on this cigar, you get plenty of, you know, stick to your mouth, stick to your palate flavors that are fun. Um, And so, yeah, this still this still has a place in 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 the, you know, for for cigar smokers, because it's obviously it's easy to get your hands on. It's very uh, it's affordable cigar. I don't I'm not exactly sure what this particular size goes for, but this is not an especially expensive cigar or anything. And it just, it has so much, there's some nostalgia in here, Robbie, that I yeah. like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Like, and that's what I was saying. I mean, when I think of, you know, when I first started, this is the cigar. Uh, this cigar is better than I remember it being from uh, Hall of Famer Kevin Acuff. Uh This is right around what I, I remember. I don't remember it being, having that, the minerality <clears throat> kind of on the finish, really. Uh, it almost leaves your palate. It doesn't, the, the cigar doesn't linger on your palate. It's almost like, I, I feel like my palate's pretty fresh after, um, after yeah. each puff. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not drying my, my, my palate out. Don't, it's, that's not what I mean, but it's the, the flavor just kind of, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's, I, I didn't expect that, um, that level of minerality on the end. It's just, it's surprisingly present. And maybe that's because of the sweetness in my cocktail. Um, but yeah, that, that actually that's, makes actually that's gonna, makes a lot of sense. That's going to play a part too. Now, if you guys are following along on Facebook or YouTube, um, especially if you took the time to get this the cigar, uh, the right cigar for tonight, uh, please post what you decided to pair it with. And yeah, towards absolutely. the end of the show, where there's only you know ten minutes or so left to go, but towards the end of the show, uh, Jordan will pick out uh, four or so of the audience pairings, and whoever we decide. Um, paired it best. You guys will get that person will get bragging rights for a whole week or so. So uh, please share with us what you're doing, Robbie. Let's get a pairing update for ourselves. I'll go first. Um, this is a good. This is a fun drink. This does seem like a vacation sort of a drink. Um, it seems like something that you might have on the beach or whatever. Um, and you know, pairing with this particular cigar, you might think, well. That doesn't go well. This, you know, it's kind of a more heavy. It's actually a pretty fun pairing. Like, um, I think the fact that the guava in there, which you can taste pretty significantly, mm-hmm. the guava in there, makes this fun. Now, this is this is not a, um, this is a contrasting pairing, Robbie, because you're gonna get a lot of citrus notes and um, and whatnot. And, but it does kind of clear your palate out for the cigar. So they're not they're not really like going down the same road together. The drink and the cigar are not really headed down the same trail. They're kind of going down different trails. But it's okay because I, I I'm not going to say it's the the greatest pairing in the world right now, but it's certainly not a bad pairing. Jordan, what do you think of this uh, drink and well, cigar? I like the drink. Um, it's 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 kind of fun. With it's it's a tropical kind of a beach kind yeah. of vibe. But I I don't think it goes with a cigar. I mean, if you were gonna just imagine, like, if I told you, we've got we've got leather, we've got wood, we've got chocolate. 
you want to pair that with uh, citrus? You'd say no. And chocolate, maybe. Chocolate and citrus are good together. They, they can be. Uh, no. I don't, you're on I don't, different. You're on opposite sides of the flavor wheel here. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they quite go together. They're both good. Don't go together. Uh, Matt Connor, uh, real quick, what do you boys think of the drink, and uh, what do you think of the pairing? Um, I I think the drink was great. I was surprised at how much I liked it, and I think the cigar, same like you said, it's it's more nostalgic than I would have thought it would have been, because we did used to smoke this a lot back in the day. But it's also not the same cigar. I I, I feel like I don't remember it being the way it is now. So mm. so open and and uh. Minerally, like Robbie's saying. Yeah, very minerally. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Connor, what'd you think of the the drink? I was surprised by it. I thought it was going to be overly sweet and not pair well with the cigar at all, but it actually was pretty balanced and, and contrasted the cigar in a, a pretty good way. I'm not smoking what you guys are smoking. I'm smoking a Padron 1964 Maduro, courtesy of Matt right here. Um, oh, well, excuse us. <laughs> He's, you're doing some celebrating, though. That's awesome. That's yeah, a perfect exactly. cigar to celebrate with. <laughs> I, I, I feel like we can't get through an episode without mentioning that cigar. Yeah, I know. It does and even well. when Randy's not here, like Rand, yeah. Randy's always he always wants to smoke. And I don't blame him. I always want to smoke that cigar, too. But uh, um, no, I'm curious. I'm going to have to try that cocktail now. I think I have everything to uh, I think I have everything to make it. So I'm going to have to make one this weekend. Yeah, if you um, went with more of like a Mildias, Epernay sort of route, I think you could pull this off. Yeah, I could see that. I feel like we could do just a whole segment and just smoke Epernay and pair it with a bunch of different stuff. And just every time we'd, yeah, be, thumb, that's the we'd whole be thumbs up every time because because <laughs> the cigar is so gosh darn good. Yeah. See how good I did that? I'm getting better. I mean, drop the effing. It's so gosh darn good. <laughs> That uh, that you could pair damn near anything with it, but uh, yeah, no, that's um, I think you're right with with that particular uh, that particular cigar. I'm curious about the pairing, or curious about that particular drink. Um, remind remind one. folks what you uh, the drink I, that you picked. I will. I saw in here that Pat Avery uh, said that they are pairing with sangria. Hmm. So I'm I I have questions, Pat. I want to know what you're smoking, and are we talking like a red wine sangria? And I'm just curious because sangria is something that I don't think we've ever featured on the show. And I love sangria, but you can do so many different things with it if you're making it yourself. Uh, so I'm curious uh, what right. Pat's pairing is. Um, so I am drinking just to remind the audience um, halfway through the second one here. Um, still maintaining. This is a uh, 100% um, alcohol in this glass, which is great. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a... Uh, Maple rum old fashioned. So it is uh, two ounces of aged rum, uh, half ounce of maple syrup, and two dashes of bitters with a, a little, uh, uh, not a twist, but like you get the essence of orange in there. You kind of squeeze the, uh, you twist the uh, the skin over there to get some of those orange oils in there. I didn't do that on the first one. Dana did it on the second one, and it's a very nice addition. I think that was what was missing from the first half. It's um, it's a delicious cocktail, but adding that orange essence gives give it a little bit of brightness because it's a little bit heavy without that because it is pretty sweet with the rum and maple syrup on top of that. It's it's interesting. I remember the cigar being. I still get that richness. I still get the leather notes. I still get some of that those woody characteristics, but I don't remember the minerality being as 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 present as it is. And I wonder if it's just because of what I'm drinking that's so sweet. But 
this is really what I was hoping for. I wanted that maple flavor to uh, mingle with that richness and with that leather. Um, I mean, think about it. Just pour some maple syrup on a belt and just gnaw on that. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> um, no, this is this is what I was hoping for. The sweetness, uh, there's not a lot of sweetness in this cigar. So it kind of elevates that rich and earthiness. You get a little sweet. You got the cigar is kind of driving the motorcycle, and then you got the cocktail and the little sidecar. They're, they're definitely... <laughs> They, it's not a sidecar. That's a Should different cocktail. Sidecar, yeah. But, but they are definitely. Uh, I I came up with that when you said that the the they're not going in the same direction. You guys, your pairing was kind of going in opposite directions. But this pairing's. I mean, they're 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 connected at the hip and they are going in the right place. <laughs> this I feel like you could pair this cocktail with, um, with a ton of different uh, a ton of different cigars and and real like I think you could go big bold and aggressive, uh, like triple Lajero, whatever you want. Um, the strongest cigar you think of, Neanderthal, something like that, with this cigar is going to be really, really good because that sweetness is just going to mellow everything out. Highly recommend it. Nice. Um, so should we give our uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, then go to the audience pairings? Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to go thumbs up. Mine okay. are uh, I, both of them. They're very enthusiastic. Uh, maybe it's because I've had two of these, but I'm really enjoying it. And um, and I dig the cigar. It, it's, it's, it is more nostalgic. Uh, than I thought it would be, um, but it does bring back a lot of good memories, and it's it's just fun to smoke, and it's a fun pairing. All right, I'm I'm a little bit torn. Um, I I'm I'm gonna go ahead and and give it a thumbs up. If I had one of these, uh, if I had one of these, Robbie, I would I would probably go there. That was banned in season one. It was banned in I'm, season yeah. one. It's, I'm not allowed to do it, so you're not allowed. To do I know, it. I know. I'm just I'm just trying to describe to the audience, and here's why. Um, the cigar is really good, and the drink is like a nice. Um, and the drink is really good. I don't know if it's a great pairing, um, but they certainly don't like ruin each other. Um, the drink right. kind of provides a nice little palate cleanser. Um, so it's a, it's, it's a. Uh, I don't know what's the word. It's a, uh, a suit. It's a. It's okay pairing, right? It's, it, it's not gonna. It's not gonna make you wish you hadn't done it. Uh, I don't know if it elevates either one. Jordan, you feel sort of feel the same way. Well, I mean, I'm in the sim. I'm in a similar ballpark because I think the drink's pretty good. But I would, I would lean towards the downside of this. Okay. Because there's nothing that they if they don't if there's no flavor hook or they don't elevate each other in any sort of way, I can't go thumbs up just because they're both good. I have to go thumbs yeah. down. Um, Robbie pretty much described the cigar spot on. Um, it's got that classic Nicaraguan zesty black pepper in the nostrils that you really are looking forward to. That's the, that's the, the best part. You know, it's, I think it's got some clove kind of spice mm, in there as yeah. well. Um, that's true. I'm, I'm not picking up quite, quite as much leather as maybe you guys were, but um, I, there is like this interesting kind of approachable bitterness in the middle of the palate that I like. Um, I would, if I was going to do this again, I would go, I would maybe even go with like a Boulevardier to everyone's favorite pairing. We're gonna, the, we we show, are right? going to find one. We're going to find it, Jordan. Work. We're going to find it. Because I would be, I was going to say Manhattan, but then like, I like this little bitterness that it has. And I think that the Boulevardier could, could highlight that a little bit. Um, hmm. But for this pairing, I will go thumbs down. All right. Um, so before we uh, do, we reveal who won, Robbie or myself, uh, let's do some audience pairings, Jordan. Um, so we started out, there was like almost nobody was was doing it, and even the guys that are doing it, a lot of them seem to be doing the Grand Reserva version, which I'm gonna count because yeah, it's just an fine. upgraded version of the same thing. Yeah. 
Um, but then, as the show went on, now there's a ton of them. So, uh, let's see if I can sift through. Yeah, grab grab what? four of them, yeah. and, um, and we'll, of them? we'll sort of comment on uh, what we think on each one. And then uh, we don't have to agree on the winner. We can uh, disagree in each. But if we do, then that guy it's really the... gets, Robbie, he really gets right. bragging rights. Craig Lee. Craig Lee. Paired with. Argentinian Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, wow. Subtle sweetness on the wine. Both are full of pepper and coffee notes, subtle salt and cocoa on the finish. Now, I think what I, what I like about that, let's just comment on each one as we go. What I yeah. like about that uh, pairing, Robbie, is the acidity in the wine might be a nice way to yeah. bring out some, to sort of downplay some of this minerality. Um, so that's a was, pretty smart yeah. pairing by Craig. I was thinking the same thing. I was just looking at that and I, 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 whenever I feel, whenever I see anyone that's pairing, watching this show and pairing with wine, I feel a little bit of pride, uh, and yeah. not to suggest that Craig wouldn't have thought of this on his own, but I feel like we've, we've done enough to, uh, to introduce, at least introduce the idea of, of pairing with wine, uh, and Argentinian, uh, Cabernet Sauvignon is, um, is, is an interesting, uh, is an interesting pairing. You get some of that fruitiness from there. Uh, and like you said, the, um, the acidity, I think from that would uh, would be nice, and there's you do get some pepper notes from both, so that's I could see that being a really really good pairing. All right, All right. what else we got? Well, we got Randy Harrison's doing the Grand uh, the Antonio Grand Reserva with the uh, Paloma. Mm. A Paloma. You know what, what do you think of that, Robbie? I don't even know what that is. So Paloma is basically kind of like a margarita, but with grapefruit. Mm. Sounds a little like sounds like the drink we're doing. Kind yeah, of, yeah. I, I I can imagine that's the the Paloma really just acts as like a a fun palate cleanser on that one. I I, I mean from a crossover on flavor profile it seems like it would be tough. Uh, Palomas are really stinking good though. I'm not a margarita guy, but I'll 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 get down on a Paloma. I I love margaritas so, for whatever reason. <laughs> the uh, the wine kind of theme. Uh, Pat Avery, Hoya okay. de Nicaragua, and Tanya with red wine sangria. Now that's okay. That's, that's like the, the sweetness. That's the that was super Pat, yeah. sweet. You're not going to get the acidity as much, uh, but you're going to get the fruity you, sweetness for sure. Um, yeah, you get some fruit, and there's there's um, when you're making red wine sangria, you're going to put some brandy in there, so you get a little bit of that that uh, I don't I don't know like darker sweetness. <laughs> Chad says Dana is a great bartender, and he's correct; she really is. Um, but that's uh, thank you, uh, Pat, for for answering that. I, red wine sangria is really interesting, and I'm 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 a little bit disappointed in myself that we haven't done. Uh, yeah, sangria on the show yet. Red wine, white wine. There's a lot of different sangrias or seasonal sangrias that you could do. Um, we red uh, wine, white want... wine. Who gives a <laughs> <laughs> exactly? Exactly. Now uh, this one, be, uh, be fun. this one's kind of interesting. Barry went with a 21 year old Antonio from a box purchase at a release party event, paired with Kirk and Sweeney Grand Reserva Superior, 21 year age. The cigar still has some strength with leather, cocoa notes. And spice pairs well with the honey and vanilla notes. Wow, Barry really gave us. So this is like he did an OG yeah. Antonio. Yeah, wow, that's that's, that's, that's that's intense, man. That's amazing. And Kirk, Kirk and Sweeney. That's uh, that's rum, if memory serves. I believe Kirk and Sweeney is a rum. So uh, that I can imagine. I, I, that's a great pairing. Like that's it is. That's just cool because it's the only thing that would have made it cooler is if you were doing. Uh, Florida Kanye like twenty five or something because then the cigar and the rum were made around the same time, but I think well, you can he said get that, that at like didn't, I think he but. said the Sweeney Grand Reserva was a twenty one year. Oh, there you go, even better. Uh, but that's that's I don't know where they where their uh, where their rum comes from. I mean, 
I can I could throw another one you up know there. That that's yeah, th- throw another th- one up there. Let's see another one more. You, that you know that that was an original release. That's pretty cool. Uh, and Craig and Craig Lee says you guys did introduce me to the wine, so that's awesome, Craig. I'm I'm glad that uh, that you're enjoying it. And and I, c- yeah. Oh, I sorry. Think your pairing is cool. Go ahead. Uh, Kevin Acuff keeping it Nicaraguan. He's doing the uh, he's doing the pairing with a Florida Cana 18. Now that's mm-hmm. that's a that's a nice pairing. Now when you go to Nicaragua, I mean you're just drinking Florida Cana the whole time. So uh, true that's story. that's a great that's a great pairing. I mean once Kevin. we once I threw up the berry one, how are we not going to pick that? I mean I I would go. I I have three that I really like. I have three that I really like. I I like Craig Lee's. I like I love berries, and I also like Kevin Acuff's. Um, Kevin Acuff's is just a super solid pairing. Like that's that is Nicaragua. Like what he's doing. Uh, even more so than well, even though this is a Nicaraguan cocktail, I think what Kevin's doing is is more along those lines. But it's hard not to go with with Barry. Uh, just the fact that he has an OG um, <laughs> Hoya de Nicaragua on time. That, that's 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 my pick. He's been waiting for this episode like for twenty years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, that's 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 tough to beat. I I, I am going to go with Craig Lee. I think that that's I'm really interested. In that particular pairing, for the reasons that we talked about, it's fruit forward. There's a little bit of that. Um, uh, it's kind of an implied sweetness. I mean, the wine itself isn't really going to be sweet, but you get that implied sweetness from the fruit, and then you get that the black pepper from the wine and from the cigar on the retrohale. I think that would be a really nice pairing. To me, that's another one sitting by the fire, uh, mm. wrapped up in a blanket, watching. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe what are we watching this time? We're we watching The Exorcist this time. Maybe I don't know. Something. <laughs> some, something fun. We'll watch something fun. Um, but, uh, man, I'll tell you what we we're doing, we're doing Halloween movies and uh, we could do a Halloween movie episode, but my wife and I, my wife made a list of movies that she wanted to see. And we watched this Korean film called the wailing that came out in like 2016. Oh my God. It was so freaking good. It was like, it was like, uh, seven in the Korean jungle with, I don't know Koreans. how else to say it. it, it well, well, Koreans were there was a Japanese guy there too, oh. but it, oh man, it was so freaking good. But uh, yeah, if you're into those, if you're into the Halloween movies, check out The Wailing. And if you're interested, uh, never even heard of some, it. Oh, it's it's um, there's there's so many good, and I'm, I'm I'm coming around on foreign films. I just I feel like oh, I don't want to read, and it's gonna be so annoying. But then like two or three minutes into the movie, if you're watching it uh, and you get into it, and the movie's good, you don't even notice. Hmm. So no, I, yeah, I, I totally agree. Whenever you're reading subtitles, it's, it's not a big deal. It takes like five minutes, and you're just yeah. Now you're not as long attention. You just do as it. long as as long as they're good. But yeah, my my vote was for Craig Lee. And I, if there is oh, so you I went did. Craig Lee the wine. I yeah. would say yeah. oh sorry yeah we should finalize this. I think uh, between the two of us, Barry wins, right? You're going Barry too. Yeah, you're going Barry too. All right. So but yeah, but, it's it's Barry Craig, is the right vote. Craig, you like, you you like got Craig's. Robbie's vote, so you have a little bit of bragging rights, but. Uh, Barry, you've got just a little bit more bragging rights. Because <laughs> you won. Because you, you won. <laughs> now, uh, Jordan, just and so I, you know, I updated my vote. There was a little update on my voting on YouTube. I don't know if you've got the most recent. I haven't gotten into that yet. Oh, okay. Cause, so, so we should do that, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. But, but Robbie, Ooh, what are we to expect? What are we to expect in this uh, Nicaraguan Cigars segment uh, moving forward? This has been week one, which is a ton of fun. <laughs> Uh, what can you tell us uh, moving forward? Well, I can tell you that uh, next week is going to be a wild card, and we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, as we move forward, we're going to touch 
and, and I think Randy mentioned this before, and it's these aren't Nicaraguan uh, puros, or it's it doesn't have to be 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. It doesn't even have to be a Nicaraguan uh, cigar company. It's just when it's a cigar that we feel features and highlights Nicaraguan tobacco in a in a special way for us that uh, really defines what uh, to expect from that tobacco. So okay. we're, you're going to, you're going to understand and you're going to recognize the brands that we're, we're smoking. I know that the, the only other one that we have confirmed because there was some, there's still some dialogue back and forth as to what the other two cigars are, but I know we are smoking the uh, uh, Placencia Alma de Fuerte. Okay. So that will be, that's not next week. It's going to be the, uh, the week after. Uh, but I know that we're smoking that one, or maybe not the week after. We'll see. But we definitely smoking that one. And then there's there's still some discussion going back and forth uh, as to uh, what the others will be. But that's uh, it's really what we think the essence of Nicaraguan tobacco is. And so that just right there tells you that every cigar that we smoke is going to be delicious. Um, and I want to comment here. So Derek Rose to say, Robbie, on point with the Halloween duds again. There were a couple of comments on the hat. I just got this hat. <laughs> I, I bought it almost specifically to wear it on the show for this month, and now I only get to I only get to wear it like twice. But it's uh, it's from a company called Branded Bills, um, and it's actually on sale. It's a uh, it's a flex fit trucker hat, so it's kind of it's a snapback, and it's got the mesh on the sides, you know. But it also stretches, so it fits weird shape heads like mine. So yeah. it's perfect. Wow. And uh, yeah, I just saw it and I fell in love with it. It was one of those. One of those when you get a, a targeted Instagram ad and you're like, yeah, you guys are doing your job. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it's, it. I'm, I'm, I'm the perfect <laughs> target demographic. Yeah, so I feel almost obligated. Like, yeah, I have to buy it so you guys know you're doing your job. Um, so yeah, that's where that came from. All right, before we spill the beans on next week's show, um, Jordan, do we have the results? We absolutely do, and it goes. Audience. Ah, oh, look at that! Now, uh, this, uh, Robbie, that's uh, I gotta tell you, Robbie, on YouTube, it was a dead tie. It was Facebook, really? yeah. yeah, it was fifty-fifty on YouTube, and I do the YouTube, so I definitely was that's, not. I would not have voted that way. I would have given it to Robbie. I I would have given it to Robbie too. I'm I'm a little I, disappointed in our audience, and I please don't come back next week. Just kidding. <laughs> not not disappointed as soon as you started describing your cocktail i knew you were going to win because it's no because you put in you put, you in, put the in the leg work, work yeah. and it's it doesn't i i sometimes i feel like i feel like when it's randy and i and we're kind of competing uh they the audience votes for what they think is the best pairing um when it's something like this they vote on the one that they think is the most fun and when you look at mine and you say well that's old-fashioned we do that all the time but it's a different it's a different old-fashioned I, and I, I knew as soon as i picked this i was probably going to lose but <laughs> it, it, but it's the, the goal wasn't necessarily but it was the right pairing yeah but I, I wanted i wanted to try it really because it's just it just seems like a cool drink and it is i i highly recommend it uh two ounces of any dark rum that you want to use aged rum uh half ounce of of uh maple syrup two dashes of bitters and a little uh essence of orange zest in there i'm telling you it's going to pair well with pretty much any cigar that's in your humidor so uh definitely give it a try but uh congratulations on the win 
Um, but I, yeah, as soon as you started describing, oh, it's the the national drink of Nicaragua. I was like, yeah, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. We're done. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, let's let's talk about next week. But before we do that, there will be no Smoke Night Live this Friday. Uh, my girls are their their band is playing and they're opening up at Lost nice. Lake Lounge. So oh, that's going to be a blast. We'll be the, hanging out at Lost Lake Lounge on Friday. Can't wait. It's, it's their first show since COVID, so I can't wait to. Uh, if you're in the Denver area, uh, come join us at Lost Lake Lounge on East Colfax. It's a really really cool venue. Agent Orange played there. Like all kinds of like super famous bands have played at Lost Lake. So. Uh, Come join, come have a uh, drink with me at uh, Lost Lake Lounge on Friday. That'll be a blast. But Robbie, we have a really cool announcement about next week. I'll let you spill the beans on that. I will. So next week, there's it's it's interesting. We are going to do a combined Flavor Odyssey and Smoke Night Live next Friday. So no show on Wednesday. We're combining everything on Friday. But even on top of that, it's going to be like a special holiday, Halloween, yep. wild card pairing episode. So here's here's the real fun part, and I'm going to take full credit for this because this was totally my idea. It was. We are going to smoke. So you get to smoke any Tatuaje monster cigar that you want. You get to take your pick. You can smoke an original. Uh, you can smoke an original Frank if you've got one, original Drac. You could smoke the Frank Redux or the Drac Redux. You could smoke a skinny monster. You could smoke a pudgy monster. You could smoke a little monster. There's a lot of monsters. You could smoke one from the, uh, what was the pack that came out last year that had all of them? Yeah. I can't remember what, whatever that was. You could smoke one of those. But the fun part is, this is like the Friday before Halloween. So the, all the Halloween parties are going to be ne- the next weekend. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We'll probably be talking more horror movies. So I'll just be talking by myself. So tune in for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. But we're going to pair those uh, Tatuaje Monsters, whatever it is that you decide you want to smoke, uh, with your favorite pumpkin ale. And I'm not a big pumpkin ale guy, but I just thought, you know what? A Tatuaje Monster mm-hmm. and a pumpkin ale, like we kind of have to do it. And there's a lot of interesting ones out there. To me, there's one. We've got a local place that does a pumpkin ale monster mash. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, you can smoke your monster mash. Um, we've got a local. That's where you, the only place you can get the creature is the monster mash. And. When you're talking about classic monsters, Creature is always my favorite. Uh, we'll probably talk about that next week because that might be the cigar that I smoke, but we'll see. Um, I'm going for a bigger, heavier uh, pumpkin ale. They've got some stouts. You've got some like stouts with like pumpkin ice cream in them, all kinds of different stuff. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it'll just be a fun pairing uh, for the holiday. It should be a, a good time. And, and if you find something local, that that's the best way. You can find something local. Share that with us. We would definitely want to see you guys pair your local stuff. Everybody's doing pumpkin ales these days. So uh, now's the time to go check one out. It'll uh, be the first ever uh, Flavor Odyssey Smoke Night Live simulcast. So we will have uh, the intros for both shows. We'll have the reads for both shows. We'll have the exits for both shows. It'll just be a, it'll probably be a little bit of a longer show, maybe, since it's two shows in one. Who knows? Uh, it's going to be fun get your Halloween, uh, gear on your, your, uh, if you want to dress up and join the show, that'll be a blast. Uh, all week long, we'll sort of be prepping for that. Me and Jordan have a, uh, trip in the middle where we're going to Orlando and that's why we're not going to be on Wednesday night, but, uh, Friday night, we will be back and we're going to be enjoying a first ever <laughs> smoke night live 
Flavor Odyssey simulcast. <laughs> it's, it's almost like when the Power Rangers come together, Robbie, and then they make the bigger Ranger of some sort. Like it'll be, it'll be like that. That's how big this show is going to be, Robbie. So um, I sort of have an idea that that I, I I'll probably do the the normal Smoke Night Live intro, and then Randy will, of course, hopefully he'll be up there and he'll do his his read. I'll do my read too, which is not nearly as good. And then, of course, your 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 exit is the best that leads us out of the show. And here we are. It's time for that now, my friend Robbie. So take us out. Beautiful. Looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks everybody for tuning in this week for another Flavor Odyssey episode. We had a blast. Everybody have a great. Oh, somebody asked before I get into that. Somebody yeah. asked, "Is the uh, does the Karloff count?" Absolutely, the Karloff yeah. counts. What about the uh, Tatuaje Halloween? Yeah. Oh, if if you show up with a tattoo Halloween, then you're a baller. Yeah. Okay. I mean, those are that's that's just a tough uh, tough. It look, looks just like my hat. That's a tough cigar to get your hands on. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I, I've I've got some in the humidor. I think I'm gonna. I might go. I don't know. There's I got there's I've I've got so many different places I could go. It's gonna be so much fun. I can't wait. Maybe I'll. Oh, you know what? I can't promise that I could dress <laughs> up like. I was gonna say maybe I'll dress up like yeah. whoever it is that I'm smoking. Oh but I don't, yeah. I'll reference them in my outfit one way or another because that I can do. I can't really dress up like anybody. But uh, (laughs) anyway, this was a lot of fun. Uh, Eric, thanks for sitting in for Randy. Randy will be back next week. Uh, Everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next Friday as the Odyssey continues. Thank you.